1: Thank you for joining us. The Bible cautions us to be righteously angry, not let the sun go down without resolving our anger, and not give Satan an opening to inflame us. As the topic of today's message clearly reveals, unresolved anger destroys families, which is the foundation for human existence created by God. In today's society, we don't have to look far to see the devastation unresolved anger leaves in its wake. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander imparts much-needed words of wisdom on dealing righteously with anger.
2: Allow me to give God's prescription for healing your anger. Allow me to give God's prescription for healing your anger. Number one, if you do not know the Lord as your personal Savior, you need to call on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. For the Lord is the only one who is able to heal your bitterness to heal your rage, to heal your fury, and to heal your wrath. The Lord, you need to, to come to Jesus because without Christ, you cannot be healed of anger. John 15, 5b says, apart from Christ, you can do nothing. Unless you repent and surrender your anger to Jesus, it will destroy you. The scripture says in Luke thirteen three, I tell you no, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. You, you, if you don't repent and turn from your sins and and turn to Jesus Christ, you will perish. And if you don't repent and renounce that anger and let God deal with it, your anger can even cause you to perish. Uh, God's prescription for healing your anger. Number two, admit that you are angry. In other words, do not suppress or deny how you feel. Remember that anger, which is denied or suppressed, can never be healed. You just stuff it and stuff it and stuff it and stuff it until all of a sudden you, boom, you explode. James 5, 16a says, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. If you're gonna be healed of anger, you must pray. And if you're praying, God will begin to dry up and dissipate that anger. You can't, you listen, you can't really pray earnestly to the Heavenly Father and then get up and still be angry. If you, if you can earnestly pray to God and you get up, thank you praying to God, and you can get up just as mad at the person as before you pray, get back down now. Stay down there two or three more hours because you're still mad. You got up too quickly. Automatic. Oh God, help me, Jesus. That's very, very critical. Um, uh, God's prescription for healing your anger. Number three: after identifying the root cause of your anger, resolve it as quickly as, as you possibly can, lest it destroy you and greatly affect those around you. The longer you are angry, uh, the worse it's going to be for you. It doesn't get better. It keeps spiraling downward, downward, downward until you bottom out into something terrible. So identify the root cause and resolve it as quickly as you possibly can. Fourthly, if necessary, seek biblical counseling instead of allowing anger to destroy your life. It will destroy your life. It will destroy your marriage. It will destroy your family. There are marriages that are broken up now because of anger. That's right. There are children who have run away from home because of anger. There there, there are children who don't want to go back home because of angry parents. Can't do anything right. The parents are angry. And then sometimes the parents don't want to go see the children because the children are in a perpetual state of anger. Fifthly, wait on the Lord and be patient. For Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11a says, he has made everything beautiful in its time. There's nothing that can intrude into your life that God can't fix in due time. In other words, anger causes one to be hasty. You got to wait on God. He makes things beautiful. And don't be so angry till you move beyond the will and purposes of God. In other words, anger causes one to be hasty and react foolishly, which compounds the problems to no end. Number six, instead of focusing on what makes you angry, meditate on that which is good and lovely. Meditate on that which is good and lovely. God wants to heal you. He wants to help you. You said, what do you meditate on? Uh, the great, one of the great scriptures you can meditate on is Philippians 4 and 8. Everybody need to write that down, jot it down. You need to read it over and over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again. Finally, brethren, Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report. If there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Meditating on the right things will dissipate and heal your anger. Number seven, if you want to be healed of anger... Cry out to Jesus for inner healing. God, I, tell God, you know, God already knows you're mad. For some of y'all, God already knows you insane. That's right. He already know that. Go on and just confess up. Tell God just where you are. Tell God what's going on with you and tell God, God, I'm going to do something. You know how I am, God. You know me. Not Lord. You know, I'm not supposed to have a religion I can lay down, but I'm about to lay something down here. Start, just, just be transparent with God. Just talk to God. Tell him how it is. You can be frank and candid with God. Amen. And God will help you. And say, now, God, I know where I am. It's me. It's not all these other folk. I, and God, this issue just didn't come here and just drop in my lap. Because really, folks, I want to say to you today, it is not the issue that's the issue.
1: Thank you, Holy God.
2: I won't think you. Listen to me. It is not the issue. We use all this stuff. Whatever, whatever it is in your life. Whatever it is. You, you start naming them all day long. That's not the real issue. You say, why did God allow this to happen to me? Because he's looking at your response to the issue. Sometimes it becomes your test to mature you through the issue. Huh? <laughs> he wants to purge you. He wants to sift you. He wants to, he wants you, he wants to reveal things about you that you didn't otherwise know about yourself. You see. So cry out to God and say, Lord, heal me. Jeremiah 17, 14a says, heal me, Lord. Oh, Lord, cry to him and heal me and I shall be healed. Save me and I shall be saved. Save me from anger. And you say, my issue is not anger. Well, praise God. Save me from my pride. Save me from having sex with somebody that I'm ma- not married to. Save me from gambling. Save me from homemongering. Save me from being a drunkard. Save me from drugs. So it's not just about anger. Cry for whatever. Save me from my anger. Save me from having so many rocks in my drawers. Save me from gossip. Save me from pornography. Save me, oh God. That's how much we can cry out to God. Asking him and petitioning him. Oh God, I'm a mess even though I'm saved. And without you, God, I just can't make it. Save me. (laughs) Fix me, Jesus. (laughs) Fix me. God help me today. How do we be healed? How are we to be healed from my anger? Know who you are in Christ. Listen. Know who you are in Christ. As a child of God, your personal worth is founded on the truth that God loves you. God loves you. He, he loves you so and so much. Jesus died for you and the Holy Spirit indwells you. Only when you deny self and allow the Lord to be in control of your life and not allow your emotions to take control of you, can you be genuinely healed of anger and respond to others with love and compassion. You're a Christian. You, you, you're in the family of God. You, 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 you've been washed by the shed blood of Jesus you have purpose. You have worth. You're God's child. We're, we're king's children. And, and we're to respond to the anger of others in love. I mean, I mean, when people are angry at you, love them unconditionally. And don't reject and pull back your love simply because you're mad at them. Simply because you're mad at them. John, the gospel of John, chapter 13, verses 34 and 35 says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you. You don't just love people when everything is nice. You love them when everything falls to pieces. When they've hurt you, conspired on you, tried to get even on you, holding things against you. You lo- listen, love trumps all by this All will know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. The world knows we have love when they see how we treat each other. Now, we're fighting each other and devouring one another and splitting and acting a fool all over the place. A sinner will say, why should I come here? I have all this out in the world. When they come here, they ought to see something unusually different and say, you know what is strange in
1: there. God's word tells us that Abel was a righteous man who was blessed by God and presented a more excellent sacrificial offering out of those blessings. His brother Cain became very angry when his offering was rejected by God. Cain's anger festered, ultimately leading him to kill his own brother. When anger remains unresolved, satanic strongholds often take over, leading to unthinkable acts. When we trust God with all our hearts and acknowledge Him in all our ways, He will lead us to a Christ-centered outcome. Listen as Pastor Rander continues.
2: I never will shall forget, it was an, an evening service, perhaps it was a, a communion service, at the old location where we used to be on Redmond Plaza before moving in this part of the city. And it was a white gentleman, he was just sitting there, and he was looking, and woo, we would have some praise and worship and celebration that night. You know how we do. Yeah, we, we, I, mean, we, I mean, it was just, it was going on in here, you know, back then. And he was so mystified. He ran up and, and the midst of service doing invitation. He said, let me in. Let me, I won't in here. Please let me in. I don't know if y'all remember that, but he was, I mean, the man just wanted to get in on what God was doing at Maranatha. And he just, uh, just oh, just let me in. Whatever you got, I want it. Let me in. And that's the way churches ought to be. Ought to be so much joy in him. Ought to be so much love permeating the place. Till when a sinner come in here and begin to look at the sweetness here, the aroma here, the love. They run, let me in. I'm not leaving here until you take me in. Something strange over here. I see something I haven't seen in other churches. I've seen something that's unusual. Let me in. Let me in because of the love that is on display amidst his people. And number nine, try to understand why you're angry. Sometimes you say, "Man, and you mad so low? Try to understand why you're angry. wait a minute, Wait a minute. why am I mad? Why am I so mad? Can you isolate the cause? Refuse to make excuses like, you know, I'm angry because anger runs in my family. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Now, now, hold it. Hold on. Come on. now, Come on. My daddy was angry. My mama was angry. I'm angry because I didn't know who my daddy was. I, uh, I was raised by a single parent. Well, you're not by yourself. Thank God you had a
0: parents.
2: Always a different perspective on it. Anger runs in my family. In other words, as if God can't break that cycle. Uh, I, 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 I'm angry, but I don't mean anything by it. Yes, you do. You're going to slap my face if you keep it. Uh, you know how we respond to anger? An inappropriate way. That's just the way I am. You need to get over yourself. Huh? Uh, uh, here's another. Uh, I'm angry. I, I just can't help myself. Well, the Holy Ghost is in you. If he's in you. He can control you if you yield your will to his will and his help. God can slap that anger out of you. Here's another, oh, these no good reason. I'm just not there yet. You know, come on, y'all. Have you ever heard that? Well, I know you You talking about what I should do, but you wait a while. I'm not there, but truth be told, you're not going to ever get there. It's, it, it is true. Uh Uh, You say, be patient with me. God is not through with me yet. Y'all said you will get spiritual with your anger.
0: (laughs) It is true.
2: God may not be through with you yet, but he should be making some progress in you. Huh? He should. No, he's not through. And we can, listen, you have to tell us that. We can see he's not through not through. Oh, he's not through. Oh, look at her. She's a fool. He's not through. We know he's not through. We can look at you and tell him. Your face shows he's not through with you yet. (laughs) But he should be making some progress in you. You're not be saying, oh, wait, As you were 20 years ago. Yeah. These excuses avoid the real root of the problem. My friend, excuses will not change your condition. No one is changed through excuses. What is needed is a transformed heart. Therefore, take personal responsibility for your sins. Psalms 51, 3 and 4 says, for I acknowledge my transgressions and my sins is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned, God, and done this evil in your sight. It's me, God. It's not my brother, not my sister. It's, It's not the government. It's not my job. It's me. That you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. You know what? Some of you can't be healed of anger because you don't take responsibility for your own sins. You just defer it away. If if, if it wasn't for this, if it wasn't for that, you know, and everybody else is Well, John should have been here to that message. He sure needed to hear that. Yeah, but you here. You here. That's why you are here. Oh God, help me. Let me, allow me to give a couple more and then we'll stop. Oh, this is just, this is all myself trying to keep going. Uh, God help me. Listen, number 10, there are times when your anger or criticism is legitimate. In the case of Jesus and God. Seek the Lord's timing as to when to address an issue. Not when your husband or wife just get home and they can't take their shoes off and you throwing stuff up in their face or they wake up and, and here you go. you running off and they have wiped the sleep from their eyes just because you couldn't sleep. You mad. They slept good. Now you pouncing on them before they can even yawn. <laughs> <laughs> Timing is everything. Repeat after me. Timing is everything. You might be right about bringing it up, but it's the wrong time. And sometimes it's not just the timing; it's not just what you say. It's how you say what you say. Even though you are right, you know you're right, you're right, but you still destroy the relationship because you, you love because you, you won the argument. You know, some people are professional debaters. They they they, they, they like to conquer every conversation. They're not satisfied till they win. And sometimes people just walk walk away. They never say, you know what, I could have handled this another way. Uh, You know what, I'm sorry about that. You know what, I really blew it on that. You rarely hear some people ever say, you know what, I'm sorry. I I really messed that up. I could have handled that differently. Uh, uh, I I didn't weigh all of my options. Maybe Maybe I was too judgmental up front and I was so legalistic till I missed what God was trying to say in that issue after all, because when you're full of the Holy Ghost, he'll make you come back to the person because sometimes you can win the war but lose the relationship and the dynamics of the relationship is never the same again. Oh, you won. Oh, you throw the red flag. I won. But you've killed the relationship. You've strained it. Because, and sometimes you need to say, you know what? Okay. I, 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 let's have it your way. And let's see. God, God, God has other options, and you find out God is not just restricted to working things out your way. <laughs> and some of y'all, y'all get mad when it doesn't happen exactly the way you think it ought to happen, and you you terribly mad because you it's got to go your way. You tap every committee, every meeting, tap your family. You, you, you treat your wife like a little stepchild because you're the head of the house? Stop calling that, stop using the, the, the car. I'm the head of this house. Sometimes, uh, that, that's a, oh, 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 it's right. That's the last thing you ought to be saying. You can be the head of the house and still be stupid. <laughs> Sometimes our wives are trying to keep us from, from, from being a fool. He put it in your life for a reason. You better listen to it. You better listen to it. Now, don't wear that out now. (laughs) Uh, Thomas Kempis, it was Thomas Kempis who said, and I quote, when anger enters the mind, wisdom departs. When anger enters the mind, wisdom departs. Learn to speak the truth in love. Proverbs 15.1 says, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. You know, some of y'all, you got big voices and you just got a big voice. Perhaps you're a big man or you're a big woman. And you got a big voice. And some of y'all skinny as I don't know what skinny is a little stick, but all that voice come out that little body. <laughs> <laughs> all that shit, how did that boy so much boy? And you know, and some of y'all talk, you just talk all them. you just talk loud. Uh, I need television. Uh can you cut the a coffee? Uh uh don't, put another batch of clothes in there. Hey, uh Shirley, did, did, did you did you get that for AJB You forgot it again. Just loud,
1: ghetto loud. (laughs) I don't
2: know why God won't let me let this anger go. You folk out on television and radio, you knew you need this. And over in Africa and wherever this is going. Internet. It's going all kinds of places. We all need it. Practice. I want you to practice something. Start today. Your, Your wife and husband and your children will be mystified. Start talking half the volume you normally talk. You hear what I just said? I say it again. Start. Speaking, y'all touching and hunching. (laughs) Practice speaking at half of the level of the voice you normally speak in, whether it's in the office, whether it's in the kitchen or, or wherever. And if they're too far away, go talk to them. Sometimes it's so easy for me to just pick up my cell phone. Have you ever done this? You pick up the cell phone to go tell your daughter or your child or your husband or your wife, you're going to call the next room. Anybody ever done that before? Do I have it? You call the next room. There was a time you didn't have that option. You had to go down and walk to the room. And matter of fact, it's good to go walk down there. You might find out something. That's right. Go walk around the house. Go in the room. Don't just call them on the phone. And t- Some of y'all text. you to come here. <laughs> come here. Wait a minute. Oh my goodness. Technology just breaks down everything. I told y'all last week when y'all eating at the dinner table, Technology is off. Nobody bring a phone, no texting, no nothing. When we get together, everything's off. It's our, it's a me time. It's our time to get together to the glory of God. You're not going to be Picking up every little thing that's jingling around you. Talk, speak at half the volume. And, change, and while you're talking at half the volume, practice changing the tone of your voice. Sweeten up your voice. Mellow your voice. Matter of fact, if you tone it down, sweeten it up, you'd be, you'd be so surprised how God would take such delight that he begins to give you answers to your problems because you're doing this to God's glory and for the edification of the family. Huh? And all
1: God's children said. Anger left on its own to brood and fester leads to all kinds of ungodly thoughts and behaviors. To name a few, turning away from God, hate, resentment, discontentment, lying, cheating, and different forms of violence, including murder. What, my brothers and sisters, is the answer. Total surrender to Almighty God who supplies and fulfills all our needs. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683.